Welcome to Campfire Football. This is installment number five of the United Soccer Coaches Convention series that I'm doing this week. Now, although the convention does end today, the final keynote thing has just ended, I do have access to this information for the foreseeable future. I don't actually know when it all goes up, but I am going to be able to continue to look at different webinars, speeches, talks, sessions that I missed over the course of this week. Partially because at times there were four at the same time, two or three that looked really interesting to me. I had to choose and I didn't want to flip back and forth. I wanted to go with one, stick with it, see what I learned. Some were interesting, but I maybe didn't get a whole lot out of them. Others absolutely fascinating and require a lot of really synthesizing of the information. One that I think was super cool. I didn't come away with a huge amount of points from it. But we, I got to see Jesse Marsh uh, speak this morning, which was really cool. So Jesse Marsh, American coach at Red Bull Salzburg right now and doing really, really well. He had two quotes that I just wanted to put out there. Just two that had to do with the playing style and just the overall philosophy of the way he brings his teams together. The first one, it's not just a style of play, it's a way of life. So... The, that, the idea being everything about the essence in the way your team plays. It's not just, well, we just want to score goals or we just want to attack or thinking about things in very specific terms. Well, we want, we want to win the ball back. We want to score in X amount of seconds or we want to defend in a low block or use our wingers. There's all these little tactical things. But if you go a little deeper, what's your way of life? Well, the way of life is, we want to take risks. We want to be positive. We want to be. We want to work as a group and really get a full exchange out of everyone who's there. We want to be fast. We want to make things happen right away. We want to be creative. That's you know a way of life and a style and an identity. That is what then translates into how you play and how you use your pieces and the different talents you have to make the puzzle work. The other one was creating a process-based approach in a results-based business. And this is so huge to me because it, it it covers so many areas of life where we tend to think that wins are important and just overall results, right? Like making that extra little bit more money per year, whether it's five grand a year more or 10 grand, whatever you're doing, constantly shooting for the results piece of it at the end will make you drive directly towards it. And I know that a lot of life is results-based you know, outcomes. That That is normal about life. But if you can have a process-based approach for that, there's a way better chance that you're going to get those results in the end. This is part of the idea of a growth mindset. This is part of the idea of work on yourself before constantly worrying about others and be more focused on the actual day-to-day of what you're doing because that will carry you somewhere more than consistently focusing on what the end goal is supposed to be. And I know these are very basic, simple things, but I like those two quotes. I think Jesse Marsh is a great, great coach, and it was nice to just hear those two pieces from him and how that builds his whole philosophy. Now, the other one I wanted to talk about was called Navigating Return to Play, and protocols across state lines and political subdivisions. Now, this has to do with return to play for youth sport. And youth football has, 
I mean, all sports really, really took a hit. And every single one of the sports had to find ways to be able to come back because there were so many rules and regulations in place that kept it from being just simple. And obviously, rules and regulations were not the same everywhere. From state to state, they were different. And then from municipality to municipality, they were different, which meant that when you traveled for games, not even afar, sometimes only 20, 30 minutes from your home field, you would have a completely different situation. So Vince Gansberg was the host of this talk. He's from the United Soccer Coaches. He's their education content coordinator. I've seen him do a few sessions over the years on the field. And he's a great guy, really good coach, just a good mind, a teacher. He's just a one of those people that really gets it, keeps it simple. And he was talking to a few guys from different states, DOCs from different areas. And one guy, John Barata from Massachusetts, talked about how massively strict the regulations and social distancing guidelines are, were for return to play back in the summer to the point where the game was completely different and they basically had to change the rules. No throw-ins because no one could touch the ball. Um, if there was a free kick and there was a wall, it was basically not a wall. You just had to kind of scatter players around. Uh, if players were injured... Like if a player went down hurt, normally as a coach, you run out there and you get close to them and you check on them and see how they're doing and maybe pick them up and help them get off the field. Well, here you kind of had to wait. And then if the referee was like, yeah, you should probably come out here, you went out there and you had to stand still six feet away from them and, and talk to them and see if they could get themselves up or whatever. And if they were really injured, well, then you went ahead and helped. But you can see how all of a sudden that gets weird. You're like, well, what if someone's really hurt? Well, all the rules go out the window at that point, right? Of course. But you've got this whole process in the way of what are we allowed to do? What are we not? How can we you know, make this work and stay safe? And the other thing was no contact whatsoever in terms of play. So shoulder to shoulder, that was a foul. Like you could tackle the ball, but once there was contact between players, it was a foul. So imagine the changes in the game. And I mean, as a coach and as parents – as adults who have been around, you it drives you crazy. It's very, very hard to be okay with these regulations. And these guys, all of them actually, when they talked about some of the regulations that their DOCs and state representatives put in, people did not react well. There were a lot of parents, a lot of coaches that complained. These people got hammered for it. Like, what are you doing? You're ruining the sport. These aren't the rules. And I can totally understand that point of view because there were some things that I was told that I was like, that makes no sense. I mean, it happens still uh, at a practice field that we play outdoors. One of the rules that got sent down to us was that we're not allowed to play a game across the field. And by across the field, it means not the full 11 v 11, but across, across the horizontal of it as a nine V nine field. Now, if I have 15 players and we're playing a, and I jump out there and we just play a, 8v8 match on a the largest space possible, players are actually socially distanced. The second I go and make it smaller and have them do three against three in a slightly tighter area, the social distancing now has gone out the window. So sometimes rules are put in place that don't seem to make sense. And we've all seen that in society as well. Just, you know, it happens. A rule comes down and you're like, I don't get it. The temperature checks. I don't understand them anymore. I really don't. I understand at first we were trying these things, but if you've got a fever, you shouldn't be showing up to soccer anyway 
whether you have COVID or not. Um, but look, we take precautions. We're trying things. And this is one of the things I said. There's no mistakes. There's just learning opportunities. And I want everyone to keep that in mind. We're going to come up with some weird ideas. Here's one that you're probably going to see this weekend. If players in the Premier League score a goal this weekend, they are not allowed to like celebrate together and hug each other. They can get a yellow card for hugging each other after a goal. So you might actually see a player or two get booked this weekend because they hugged each other after scoring a goal in a big game. Uh, I, it, We all have to kind of go and learn. The funny thing is, it's, it's all about adaptability. The kids adapted to all of this really well. From my point of view, I think it was it was amazing to see how many were fine with it, fine with everything. They were just like, okay, that's what we have to do. We're doing it. They complained about it a little bit because logically they had con- gripes about you know how just how it felt to have to go through all this. But there were also some players who, from day one, their parents required them to wear masks at every practice and every game, and they followed through and they did it. Uh, there were kids who, once we told them, look, it's mandatory to wear masks on this day at this field, they did it. And, you know, late in the game, very few were complaining. Now, me, I couldn't handle the mask. I really struggle with them, uh, especially coaching, trying to talk. Uh, it turned into a chin strap all the time. And it was hard for me to, like, really remember to do that. But some people didn't struggle as much. And the kids less than the adults. That is that is the big thing I noticed. The other thing about all of what we did this year, we were successful across the country. Youth sports did not see significant spikes in cases. Nor did we see transmissions going on between clubs. At my club, from what we know of, there were no transmissions with, between players at the club. There were kids who tested positive. That always came from someone outside. So all of these protocols, in the end, they work. In Colorado, we were able to play normal as soon as the fall season started. We didn't have these crazy, really serious guidelines. But the other thing is that they mentioned is you may go 15 minutes down the road and you will see something totally different. Um, there's a guy, Matt Bush, from uh, Inter-Atlanta FC. He's an executive director down there. He said, you know, down in Atlanta, it really... It's amazing. You go into a different neighborhood and no one is wearing a mask. No one. Absolutely no one. Everyone's like, no, this thing doesn't exist. And then you go to another neighborhood and it's like masks are mandatory. No parents allowed on the fields. And this is what's confusing for all of us. I mean, it it is. The reality is in youth sport, we have just done what we can to just get the kids on the field. And at least the good thing is most adults, most parents have been fine with that. Because at the end of the day, they want their kids to be able to play. So they will at least adhere to rules to make sure their kids can play. It, it, it's an amazing thing where the parents don't feel as if their rights are being violated. They might, if they're out in society, they don't want to wear a mask there. But if they're at the soccer field and they're told you have to wear a mask, they do it for their kids. They do it so that the kids can continue to play. And so that's an important thing to remember is if we find a common goal and like we find something that we're like, this is why we should do this, then it's a lot easier. And you have to stick together. It's the best way to to avoid confusion. Boil it down, make it as simple as you can so that things can function, right? The final piece was the three C's that they said. Collaboration was crucial. 
communication on what that collaboration entails. Like who's going to do what? What are we going to what are we going to make happen, right? Like what's the end goal? What is the process going to look like? And then the final thing is creating a culture that is actually entirely based on mental health and wellness for the kids. That's it. If that's our primary focus, all of this is actually really, really not that difficult because we know that this is temporary. We know that by this time next year, we hope, that we can be playing normal. We don't have to have all kinds of rules and protocols. And that's just the thing I want us to be able to take into this year. 2021 is going to be what we make of it. And I would love to believe that in the fall, we are not going to be in the current situation we are now. I would love to hope that by summer, we're essentially almost out. But if not, we've got to find a way to adapt individually and collectively. And uh, I just thought this was a really cool talk about that. It's something that's been close to me because I'm dealing with it all the time. We're going to be training indoors starting next week based on what regulations allow. Comfort level on that for me, still not sure about it. Some families are totally against it. Some couldn't care less. They just want their kids to play and their kids just want to play. And we're offering it so it's available. So it's a really weird time. But that's just from a coach's perspective, what we've dealt with with COVID and how we've had to figure it out. Because I guarantee you we're not all on the same page politically and socially. But the one thing that's clear is we want the same thing at the end. And that is mental health and wellness for the players. So that's the end of this uh, session. This is number five. I will continue to do these. As I said, there are so many talks that were really fascinating. I don't want to just stop now that the convention's over. I will obviously be continuing the regular show in different ways, talking about articles, games, and all kinds of things. I did watch the Rome Derby today. Pretty good game. Lazio just put Rome to the sword. There were some very weird goals. The first two were strange. Uh, but back to back to talking about football, and I'm really, really excited. This has been a great month to get started with this podcast. I appreciate everyone who's listened. And on we go. This is Campfire Football. Have a good night.